This is Ed McMahon. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. from Studio C. Dimly lit room deeper than the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty communications compound. And today to serve you, we're under the tutelage of our general manager. Trump and Mueller and Nielsen, oh my! As our obsession with the federal government and its ins and outs continues as a nation. So it's Monday, new week, pregnant with possibilities. This could be the week you get elevated Hmm. to regional manager of the Southwest Division. Cool. Also could true. be the also could be the week you're marched to your car with a box. You just don't know, and sometimes you don't even know which one you're rooting for. True, yeah. That's the that's maybe yeah. one of the most important lessons of life that I'm going to teach my kids. Because you really don't know that getting. Uh, I know somebody particularly who got elevated to manager and hated it. Ended mm. up leaving the job. Yep. We missed out on a job. Uh, once got a different one that was way better than the one that we would have gotten before. Yep. So you just, you never know. God literally closed the door and opened a window, and we yeah. climbed in that window and sacked the place. That's a B&E. <laughs> that's Around a what? It. Uh, breaking and entering. Yeah. <laughs> Going through the window, that's a B&E. <laughs> yeah. And if there's anybody home, you're going to do some serious present Oh, boy. Well, we got no away with it. it. That's what's important. Um, surprising people coming to Trump's defense on the whole taxes thing yesterday. He fired the Homeland Security director. Who knows why? Unless you're into believing unnamed sources, which I've given up on. Mm. Mm. Well, what's exciting to me, Jack, is a man who's read the 1,500 pages of the rise and fall of the Third Reich. Not only once, but twice. And planning a third go through uh, is, is that the whole... Uh, Hitler talk is back. Oh, really? The whole Trump is a Nazi thing exploded over the weekend, I guess. Hmm. In your various uh, social media and uh, in some news outlets. So do we have our uh, number up yet? We haven't found a place to put our number because we need to. Oh, there it is. 575 days until the 2020 election. Oh, keep that in mind. And I've been slacking. I've been just sneaking up on us. Keep that in mind as anybody, including us, talks about it. 575 days. There are, in case you didn't know, 365 days in a year. So it's so considerably it's the more than that. 210 day countdown till it's a year away. <laughs> right. Yikes. We're in the final 200 days leading up to the last year ah. of the presidential election. So let's not rest on all our laurels, whatever those are. But the pretty, pretty governor of California is clearly using those 575 days well, because he is now so obviously running for president. Oh, really? Yeah. If I've been saying that for a while. Uh, if not, I can't decide. I used to think, well, clearly in 2024. He's thinking Trump gets reelected. He's thinking 2024. But now, I don't know. He's made a foreign fact-finding trip that's, just this week. That's not what governors do. That's what not presidential so candidates right, do. Right, exactly. Um, that let's introduce everybody in the squad, and we'll get into this today. There's our board operator, Michelangelo. You know what he does? He presses buttons, he flips toggles, he pulls levers. Sorry this morning, Michael. Can you hear me okay? <laughs> yeah, what's, what's going on? I'm in a wind tunnel. The, the air conditioning is broken, so they've put this tube into my studio, and I'm it's bringing cold air into this. Stu- <laughs> so. so this is what I find interesting. Every now and then the uh, air conditioner goes out, and then they... Yeah. But it's it's nice and cold in here. And you're one inch away from us. Why is it hot in there? I How's guess that it has its possible? own air conditioning. Apparently. I yeah. think this studio and the 
the room on the opposite side of the building are on independent. <laughs> yes. AC That's things. why we always have AC no matter what else. Yeah, uh, yeah and then everybody's everyone suffering else through. is just in the, the Serengeti sweating it right. out. It sounds my, a little loud in there. Yeah, if my family's listening, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> you stick that tube up one leg of your pants, Michael. You'd be cool all day. Hmm? There is positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? <laughs> Doing very well uh, as I continue to learn more about being a member of the investor class. That's right. I, Positive Sean, uh, uh, per, uh, perpetrator of the Positive Sean portfolio. That's hashtag PSP if you're, if you're tweeting about it. I don't know why you would be. <laughs> um, and, uh, I, but I'm starting to get emails now. From these companies that I am uh, that I have equities in, that's that's what we call stocks. Jack's mm. equities, <laughs> gotcha. And uh, apparently, I'm expected to start making votes on like board decisions. I, know. <laughs> I love when I I love when I get a big thick envelope from one of these places that I got you know four hundred dollars and it's this long list of what they're going to talk about their next meeting, and I'm supposed to check a box or something. Yeah, there's there's no writing candidates for CEOs, so I can't like troll them with Game of Thrones characters and stuff like that. But uh, I don't, I, I, it's, I'm probably just going to abstain. But I don't know. I might I might actually try to do some homework and you know start showing up to the board meetings. Really, just crash my investments. Yeah, become a what do you call it? A rebel investor or a uh, like a Carl Icahn. You know what you need to do? Hostile takeover. Right. 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 Uh, there's Marshall Phillips. Give him the corporate bear hug. <laughs> right. Isn't <laughs> then sniff their hair. That's yeah. last week's story. I'm sorry. Uh, Sniffing the hair was last week's yeah. story. It's over now. There's Marshall Phillips who does our news every day. How are you, Marshall? Well, I got to tell you, over the weekend, I experienced the yin and yang of life. I said goodbye to the family piano. I gave it to a uh, friend. The movers came and took it out the door, and away it went. And then I said a big hello to a brand new vacuum cleaner. <laughs> Did a lot that of re- is, that is the uh, the coming and going of life. Did a lot of research on this one and wound up getting the kind that looks like a broomstick that you sort of hang on the wall and it oh, recharges. Do tell. Yes, yes, yes. It was not cheap. I hope it is good as yeah. good as everybody told it, me. I hope it is too. I've yeah. done a lot of research on vacuum cleaners and most of them are terrible. <laughs> right? Yeah. You, you, Ninety nine ninety five in the last six months. You know. Um, Did they do the demonstration where they vacuum up some batteries? I always enjoyed that when I was a kid. In the oh wow! Store. That'd be cool. That's how you know it's good. It gets batteries. They in take there. a bowling ball and <laughs> lift it up. Yeah. Look, whatever happened to whatever happened to door to door vacuum cleaner salesman? Huh? Yeah, Come to my missed. house. Do a demonstration. Then maybe I'll buy the vacuum. Here, let me throw some dirt on your rug. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. On this Monday, April eighth, we're a week away from Tax Day, the year 2019. We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. Okay, then let's uh, begin the show officially now, according to FCC rules and regs. Here we go at. Mark. News at this point is just a string of unrelated words like Elon Musk releases Harambe rap. (laughs) 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 Which we did that story last week. (laughs) Yes. More from SNL throughout the show. What are other headlines, Marshall Phillips? Nielsen out at Homeland Security as President Trump tells the world our country is full. The Mueller report, when and what, the debate continues, and we got a new survey highlighting America's love-hate relationship with social media. Yeah. You know, one of the new presidential candidates, Andrew Yang, is that his name? Yeah. He's big on this issue, and I, I hope he gets... He's already qualified for the first debate. Um, I hope he gets some traction, because it needs to be discussed. No doubt about it. Agreed. How does mailbag look? Outstanding. We have our weekly shower thoughts start the week on a contemplative note. Plus, we've received a lovely gift from a listener. A contemplative, a contemplative note to start That's right. the week. 
Don't we all need that? Do we? Enough shouting, enough ugliness. Start to contemplate. On a Monday, you're driving to work thinking, what didn't I finish on Friday that I thought I'd put off? Everybody assume the lotus position, even those of you in your cars. Hold your finger, index finger and your thumb together like they do for some reason. My kids do that. They Get sit, ready to contemplate. They sit on the floor Indian leg style and then they do this. Indian leg? Ooh, racism. Racism. You sound like a Nazi. Yeah. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. Available right now via the iHeart app and iTunes. Our two new podcasts. Armstrong and Getty, one more thing. That's our daily after show podcast. And Armstrong and Getty Extra Large featuring our interviews of the most interesting people in the world. Subscribe today via the iHeart app or iTunes. Or wherever podcasts are given away for free. Because we're stupid. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Speaking of Andrew Chang, who's running for president, and you haven't heard of. Or Yang. Or Yang, whatever. Whatever. Something in that area. Something in that area. Well, he's got to rise to my level of consciousness. I don't need to come to his level of consciousness. (laughs) That's great. Um... He's a, he's a nobody running for president. But anyway, his thing is the guaranteed income, particularly around the issue of uh, tech is going to take so many jobs. And I'm looking at the USA Today. Burgers by robot on a roll, particularly in California, but spreading across the country. Restaurants getting these uh, burger robots. Mm-hmm. Have, you had a, have you had a robot burger yet? No. That's I've, not hamburger made from the ground innards of a robot. I <laughs> That's a robot <laughs> making a regular beef hamburger. I have uh, certainly ordered via touchpad, though. Yeah. I was at the McDonald's the other day, and uh, everybody was ordering over on this thing over here on a computer. I didn't catch on until I got up there. Which, in the, in there. you got to go over there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. Because unskilled labor has, with the help of its uh, political allies, priced itself out of uh, circulation in a lot of cases just doesn't make any sense anymore. More stats well on done. more stats on the on the way on that. Pretty soon we'll all be eating uh, robot hamburgers. Yep, mailbag. I wonder if you're making robot mad. Does it uh, squirt a little oil into your burger? <laughs> Very nice. Here's a uh, freedom loving quote of the day from Richard Henry Lee, American statesman, founding father from Virginia, best known for the Lee Resolution. Apparently named after him. Robert E. or Brenda? Richard Henry. Richard Henry. If Parliament may take from me one shilling in the pound, what security have I for the other 19? Most interesting part of that, apparently there are 20 shillings to a pound. (laughs) Which is good knowledge. I have been watching, you know, Sherlock Holmes and PBS and British this and that my entire life. Old-timey movies, A Christmas Carol, whatever. And in that entire lifetime of viewing British art, I've never come within 100 miles of figuring out how their currency works. Mm. What's a bob and, and tuppence and quid or shilling? And what the hell's a quid? I don't even, I still don't know. There's a video I watch regularly. Uh, doesn't matter what it is, but they're t- constantly talking about quids because it's from England. And the way they use it, I, I think I have a grasp of it. And then they'll throw it in. I'll think, well, that's okay. That's, I don't know what they mean by it. Mm. Well, we have nicknames as well. A, it must just be buck. Yeah, you know, it must be like that. You saw a buck and a fin and the rest of it that old-timey guys used to throw around. Now it just sounds a little silly. 
frankly, but cabbage, bread. Exactly, yeah. Uh, here are your weekly shower thoughts as compiled by Rich in Salt Lake City uh, and then carefully culled by me. Really kind of a weak list. Uh, I don't know. Maybe they've all been used up. Maybe there are, are no more philosophical musings to be there had. There are no more good thoughts. They've Man, all, we've used them all. Exactly. Mankind has spent its stock. Uh, oh, that's right. I was going to do that first. Doesn't matter. Uh, expensive paintings are basically just trading cards for the rich. Wow. I like that. That is pretty good. That's good. In a, did you hear the uh, most expensive painting in the world has disappeared? Uh, yeah, I did Maybe see we'll do something that later. about that. MBS. Well, I don't have it. Look on his yacht, I bet it's yeah. there. <laughs> Look on the world's most expensive yacht. It's hanging in the bathroom. Yeah, he forgot he had it. <laughs> yeah. In a 500-day period, someone could meet someone, get married, give birth to a child, get divorced, and still would be using the same box of Q-tips. <laughs> One of those big, you know, I, I buy the big old uh, box, uh, not a bottle of vitamins, the big giant jar, like at the whatever, Costco or what have you. And I have had the thought as I opened a new jar of whatever, 500 tablets or whatever it is, I wonder what's going to happen to me during the time I'm popping these vitamins. Wow, that you have this jar. So it's, if, it's, well, yeah. if it's almost two years worth, a year right. and a half worth, yeah. yeah. Or, you know, at some point, like I thought when I bought my lawnmower, because I had a lawnmower for like 20 years, and I bought another lawnmower, and I thought, I wonder if this is my last one. Yeah. I wonder if this yeah. uh, takes me to the end. And a <laughs> single tear goes down the cheek. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this bottle of vitamins is going to last longer than my senior year of high school, which I, you know, remember pretty well. Uh, let's see. Moving along. Uh, baking is mostly just gluing broken plants back together with eggs. <laughs> mm. Yeah, it reminds amazing. me we had uh, we had an eighteen pack of eggs go bad. Somehow we must have bought two eggs, too many eggs at one point. Mm. But they were all past their date, Ew. so we let the kids go out and throw them. <laughs> oh man, they each got nine. They did they have a good time? They had some good parents. Oh, some at your neighbor's eggs. house that you don't like. <laughs> <laughs> no, just up in the air and at things. Passing and cars, <laughs> the occasional errant throw. That oh, I wasted that one. Didn't, <laughs> didn't hit anything. Oh man, <laughs> uh, professional meth. Cooks probably grumble angrily while watching Breaking Bad, saying it's inaccurate and an unrealistic depiction of their profession. <laughs> funny, funny, like cops watching, you know, cop procedurals. Very funny. Hey, lovely gift or here. Or doctors in ER. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, they can't enjoy it. <laughs> How can you watch this crap? I'm going back to the lab. They stomp back to cook some more meth. So here are a couple of, it's a, a red visor and a, a red uh, ball cap. That say keep America crappy. Mm. This is uh, obviously uh, from our discussion of MAGA hats and people fighting and screaming at each other and the rest of it. Uh, I was listening when you were talking about how nobody in the right mind would wear a MAGA hat. I'm not sure that we said that exactly. I don't. Just that, I'm, I guarantee you, nobody said that. Yeah, nobody said that per se. But you know, it can. I said uh, offhandedly. Anybody want to wear clothing that doesn't start an argument? Perhaps. Yeah, that's but, what they're referring to. Yeah. Anyway, and whether it's cowardly not to wear it, as a, it is an interesting discussion, though. Right, exactly. Yeah, I think that's just a little shorthand here from Kirsty. Uh, so I designed a hat that both my conservative and liberal friends laugh at when they first see it. I hope you'll agree it's funny. Um, it says "Keep America Crappy." Um, that's actually this didn't uh, AOC say that the other day? Why would we want to keep America crappy or whatever? I can't remember. She said something annoying. She got them realtorized. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know, Roseanne. She got them. I know. But then she says, uh, interestingly, I used to be a TV news anchor and names another of of well-known stations in the Western U.S. that she was on. 
Now I just make beds for vacation renters at my house. I like this job better because nobody in their right mind voluntarily works in TV news anymore. Mm. Boy, I heard that, sister. So, uh, voluntarily. So she's insinuating that everybody we see on TV news is there <laughs> involuntarily, like a gun to their Some head. sort or of compulsory holding, anchor duty. They're holding a child or something no, like I that. I know exactly what she means, but uh, yeah. Anyway, thanks for the hats. I'm, I'm not sure I'll wear it, but uh, that reminded me of something. Oh, I know. Uh, article I saw over the weekend that I'll get to about how not crappy America is by all these different standards and why we all feel like it is, or so right. many people do, or talk about it, when it's clearly the best time to be alive on planet Earth, in America. Right. Anywhere. One of the really interesting aspects of human psychology, no doubt. Looking forward to that. Also, hey, uh, does your kid play Fortnite too much? your kid addicted to video games, that sort of deal? My kid doesn't, but I might. Uh, here is a great link... We've posted an armstrongandgetty.com, actually from the good folks at Microsoft, how to set screen time limits for your child. There's actually a technical way to do it, and mm. it, there's no more argument, no more negotiation. It works very well. So if you're struggling with that, go to armstrongandgetty.com. Get a little help. We crossed a, 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 a barrier, a line, a point in time with our kids and the internet yesterday, I have to talk about. Oh. oh, I'm not looking forward to them getting older with the internet. Marshall's News is on the way. And uh, we'll jump into all the big stories of the day. <clears throat> Remember, we're only 575 days till the election. Hurry, hurry. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Monday, Monday. Bada, bada, da. Let's see what's going on in the world with Marsha Phillips. I'll tell you, she got her cardboard box after meeting with his Homeland Security Secretary Sunday. President Trump tweeted, Kirsten Nielsen will be leaving her position. That's I'd it. Like out. To, Get out. I would like to thank her for her service. End of tweet. Nielsen's resignation letter saying, in part, despite our progress in reforming Homeland Security for a new age, I have determined that it is the right time for me to step aside. Get the hell out of here! Oh! The announcement coming days after the president visited the southern border and expressed frustration over immigrants entering the country on a continuing basis, telling a meeting of the Republican Jewish Coalition in Vegas what he'd been saying all weekend. I told my people yesterday, our country's full. We're full. Our system's full. Our country's full. Can't come in. Our country is full. What can you do? We can't handle anymore. Our country is full. Can't come in. I'm sorry. It's very simple. I wonder if that was a one-day thing or if that's going to be his uh, one of his talking points. Mm, you know, the country is full. Ever driven across Nevada? <laughs> or Wyoming or Montana or, right, yeah. right. or Oklahoma or Kansas. Yeah, I, I, I could go on with like about 38 it, states. But... <clears throat> well, yeah, a lot of cities are full. A lot of mm-hmm. schools are full. A lot of emergency rooms are full. Mm-hmm. No doubt about it. Yeah. Feelings about uh, immigration echoed by Senator Mitt Romney on Meet the Press. We're seeing unaccompanied young people, as well as families with lots of kids, pouring into the border, and they say the magic word, I'm seeking asylum. We bring them into the country. We don't begin to have enough space in our facilities to maintain the kind of care that these people deserve, and so they're being just turned out into, the, into our country. It's overwhelming our system. We have got to be able to deal with this in a way. It's going to take some legislation to get it fixed. Two different issues. I mean, you know, how how many people our system can handle to process through the border. Uh, We're not set up for as many that are coming across right now. And then whether or not we're full. 
Um, we should decide that as a country. How many people do we want? I don't want to get to where we actually are full before we say, that's a, that's let's stop. Do, do most people? Do, is the goal of the average U.S. citizen to get the country full? <laughs> well, <laughs> Maximum I, I, number of people you can fit comfortably in the country. Right. Well, what's frustrating to, I think, a lot of human beings, including myself, is that we're not having that discussion at all. We're not having any rational discussions about any aspect of this. All right, so listen, you're in favor of, of letting lots of refugees in because they've got crappy lives and your heart goes out to them. Okay, that's nice. That's sweet. I admire that. Uh, how many and in what way? We need more budget. We need more judges. We need more jails. We need more everything else. And then to your point, Jack, how many immigrants do we need? Of what sort? To help in what industries? Blah, blah, blah. We're not having those discussions. We're just yelling Nazi at each other or, you know, or whatever. It's just, it's just nuts. I hope Mitt and company can figure out something behind the scenes while cable news idiots are screaming at each other. Maybe they can actually do something. Acting White House. I'm not holding my breath. Acting White House Chief of Staff Mick Mulvaney was asked on Sunday if the Democrat-controlled House Ways and Means Committee will actually get those six years of President Trump's tax returns as they have requested. Oh, no, never. Nor should they. Keep in mind that that's an issue that was already litigated during the election. Voters knew the president could have given his tax returns. They knew that he didn't, and they elected him anyway. I think that's a pretty good argument. Yeah, It was out there as a big issue discussed a lot. Um, And uh, even liberal media are describing the law that they're citing to get the taxes as an obscure law. Right, I and, learned about that on MSNBC. Yeah, right. Um, uh, and you and know, it's what a the, very iffy rationale they're using the, for giving them, and yeah. what the point of the law was. Well, we're concerned about how the IRS handles the returns of uh, somebody like Mr. Trump. Oh, that's your motivation. You want to make sure IRS procedures are up to snuff? Come on. As Mulvaney pointed out, right. or Trump's lawyer, I don't remember which. They could. Uh, how about if Trump decides to go after Nancy's taxes? Can he decide he wants to look at Nancy Pelosi's taxes for some reason? Yeah, that to was see, Sekulow, To yeah. see if she's compromised in any way. Yeah. That was, uh, that was Jay, uh, Trump's attorney. President does not ask for Nancy Pelosi's tax returns. Yeah. yeah so they're going that, back that and that could forth. get into an ugly game if everybody's just getting everybody else's tax returns and then trying to claim that, look, you're invested in this or that or whatever. Right. You and voted for this law and it looks like it helps you. Okay. It's all just oppo research. And I think cooler heads will prevail on this one. I think. But we'll see. Americans have a negative view of social media, according to a new Wall Street Journal NBC News poll, which also found that more than two-thirds of us, 70%, still use social media daily, despite that feeling of being unhappy with it. The unhappiness with social media was found across age groups and political beliefs with people's complaints, including that they believe social media is divisive and a threat to privacy. Strong majority said they believe social media does more to divide Americans than bring them together. And nearly three quarters said that people giving up detailed information about their online behavior in exchange for free services, which is basic for social media and much of the Internet, is unacceptable. Hmm. But still, 70% of Americans say they use it daily. Sounds like a lot of people agree with me that we were better off before the Internet and we should unplug it. Yeah. Just pull the giant plug out in D.C. or wherever it's plugged in. Yeah, You know, Marshall, the people still using it. Don't we all go through those different periods, though, when we realize something is unhealthy and we probably shouldn't be doing it? 
and and we start to resent it a little bit, mm-hmm. but we're still doing it. Yeah. And 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 finally, you either decide, uh oh, I'm an addict and I have a serious problem, or or you get to the point where you think it's time to leave this behind. And I feel like a lot of people are realizing, you know what? I'm staring at my phone instead of interacting with the people I love. Right. This is not cool. I'm still doing it, but I know it's wrong. So. We'll see. On tap for later today, number one, Virginia. Number three, Texas Tech play for the men's NCAA basketball championship. Boo! Bad calls! Boo! Indeed. Both teams in the title game, though, for the first time. The last time that's happened was some 40 years ago. And that's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. Squawky the Bald Eagle reminding us of freedom. You know, it's a better time to be alive right now in America than any time in human history. What? No, it's not. Being there a homo sapien uh, marching and, and it were, it's terrible. Being a homo sapien in America right now is the best deal any homo sapiens have had throughout history anywhere in the world. And yet we're miserable. Yet we're miserable and all complaining about we've got to fix the country. I'm not miserable for the record, but we are miserable. You are so, miserable. Got a little more on that in other And if things. you're not, get miserable. <laughs> <laughs> you're not fitting in. Exactly. Part of it is the social media thing. There's just a human nature tendency to bitch. And join in the bitching. I would like to see some sort of... Let me take a selfie. I love this song. I would like to see some sort of poll of people uh, juxtaposing how plugged in they are with how happy they are. That'd be a good one. Uh, Stay tuned for that and a bunch of other stuff coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Actor Jim Carrey got into a Twitter feud this week with the granddaughter of Benito Mussolini. Because that's just the kind of thing that happens now, and we all have to accept it. (laughs) News at this point is just a string of unrelated words, like Elon Musk releases Harambe rap. For this actual headline I read today, disabled chicken who survived weasel attack learning to walk thanks to custom wheelchair. (laughs) Guys, just eat the chicken. (laughs) I guffawed watching that. I mean, his beginning point was just so beautifully true. Exactly, because that's just the sort of thing that happens now, and we all have to accept it. Exactly. (laughs) I thought that was so beautifully, sadly funny. And then followed up with a couple of fine jokes. Jim Carrey gets in Twitter war with Benito Mussolini's granddaughter. Right. (laughs) And I'm supposed to choose a side, I think, and be very angry at people on the other side. I think that's what I'm supposed to do. Oh, my God. I know. I know. I did that. That was so funny because that was exactly where I was over the weekend, like in my head. As I'm dealing with, I came across a bunch of articles on how uh, calling Trump uh, Hitler is now hot again. It'd gone away for like six months, now it's hot again. I say, you know, for the love of God. And, and I'm not the, a fan of Hitler. I know, I know, I know. So um, you claim. Yeah. So, yeah, I thought that was a perfect observation. We're all just supposed to accept it. Um, And then this article in the New York Times over the weekend, why exactly are so many Americans so angry and unhappy? Almost any other country today and any prior version of the United States would give its eye teeth to enjoy our manifold blessings. The country is prosperous and at peace. It blessings faced... on your manifold, my brother. 
It faces rivals and nuisances, but no major threat. The government acted decisively and capably to crush jihadist terrorism and vert a global depression. Innovation is galloping. Crime is down. Kids are behaving. And the ultimate gift, uh, lifespan, is a decade longer than in 1960. President Obama was just plain right when he wrote in 2016, if you had to choose any time in the course of human history to be alive, you'd choose this one right now in America right now. Well, then why on social media do I see over and over again that I don't think you should bring a child into this world? It's just too trouble. Blah, 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 blah. God, the negativity. We need, Maybe that's what's wearing me out so much. We, we should take a look at that. Barack Obama was right. Yeah. There's never been a better time to be a human being than in America right now. Hanson Book Obama on the, the show. History Barack of the Obama. Planet. He was the president. But then Obama. Obama. Hussein Obama. Right, from Chicago. Thank you. I'm t- social media has a lot to do with it. It really does. Yeah. In, in, in amplifying and... Uh, I don't know if it creates it, but certainly amplifies bitching. Um, but it's a human tendency. I mean, I regularly have to stop my kids when they're complaining, like, their day or their lives or whatever. And I'll say, let's go through the day so far. Rode bikes. Had a donut. Watched a TV show. Played outside some more. Had a nice cream cone. Watched another movie. Are you spying on me? Why are you talking about my day? <laughs> yeah, wait a Can I do that today? This does not sound like a terrible day to me. That's some good dadding. Way to dad. It's got to be, psychologists probably could nail it down for it. It's part of being human, I think. It must be. You just There's part of your brain devoted to griping or being on the alert or, or fighting or something. And, and if there's nothing to fight, you just find something to fight. I guess. Maybe that's why we all need religion or a philosophy or something to, to get us away from that. The Bible! Seriously, if you were the proverbial Martian, space alien of some planet, solar system distant from us, and you just looked at social media, you'd think, oh my god, this is a, this is a planet roiled with anger and hate. In fact, this, <laughs> this United States, as they call it, it is just, it's obviously on the verge of falling apart. It's never seen worse times, this poor country. And so what is, going on there so i think you take the human nature that my kids display because they're not in social media and then you you make them adults and amplify it with social media and you end up with what we got yeah yeah and i think a lot of us and i think it's a growing number of people you wouldn't think it by looking at the mainstream media or or going online or looking at your twitter feed or your facebook feed or something i think a growing number of people are just getting fatigued by the screeching and are thinking, well, okay, I, I think we really ought to restrict immigration, and you seem to be in favor of lots more of it. Okay, let's talk. We can we can work this out. We can figure this out. I think the number of people who are actually whipped up and angry and screaming at each other in Starbucks and the rest of it, I think it's much smaller, a smaller number than than you would get the idea of you know what i'm talking about from from looking at media and everything maybe it's just uh it's the craziest five percent running the conversation maybe it's just the way society is structured there there'd be fewer people there are definitely fewer people going to church and i don't know how much that uh helped but just coming in contact with people that have it worse than you well it makes a huge difference in my day mm-hmm. i run into somebody with some real problems and i think oh my god get a grip right I've helped a lot of people. 
What now? Because my life, they right. see me and then oh, they oh, feel better. Oh, he's that. He's the boy. <laughs> you're, you yeah, yeah. you're the poor unfortunate <laughs> that makes them more grateful for their lives. Well, everybody has a role, Michael. It's so windy in your room when you turn on your microphone, I can't hear you because your air conditioner's broken. <laughs> I'm hanging in here, though, guys. <laughs> Back in your wind dungeon, Michael. <laughs> Don't you let any of that heat in this nice... It's actually a little chilly in here, Michael, in case it you is. wanted to know. It is. It's a yeah. little chilly. I might have to put my jacket I think back I'm on. just going to cool it off even more because we can. <laughs> so, uh, this was my hilarious. favorite headline over the weekend. Suspected rhino poacher killed by an elephant then eaten by lions. Yes! Little tag team. You take him now. I got him squashed. Well, I'm hungry. Well, eat him then. Eat him. (laughs) The circle of life. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, brother elephant. I see you've squashed that poacher who was trying to kill our rhino friends. Yes, that's right. But I'm mostly a herbivore, brother lion. Would you like to eat his carcass? How very kind of you, my large-eared friend. I will indeed. Let me call the pride. I just love that. And, of course, why was this this guy and his buddies going around slaughtering these incredibly dangered rhinos to grind up their horns to give Asians better boners well, like it, everything? It doesn't actually. No, it doesn't. Well, See, that's, that's the other an part. excellent distinction. That's, a, that's an important part of it. It doesn't actually work. Even if it worked, you shouldn't do it, but it doesn't work. The African rhino is targeted for its horn because of the belief among some who practice Eastern medicine that the horn has benefits as an aphrodisiac, making it more valuable than cocaine in parts of the world. Can, oh, geez. Can, we, can there be a charity? I'll start it and I'll donate money to uh, Viagra for... China, stupid countries. Yeah, you don't. Viagra want... for stupid countries will be S-hole the name. Countries, <laughs> yeah. What? Viagra for asshole countries will be the name of my charity, <laughs> and we'll send them Viagra so you don't have to slaughter animals like tigers for the gallbladder or um, rhinos for their horn or bears whatever. Bears and the rest of it. Yeah, the the amount of environmental carnage that's caused by people. Wanting better erections in Asia is just astonishing. Yeah, we got the real stuff. We don't need erection placebos anymore. Yeah, right. Very and, good. Very uh, good. And or you know, uh, all right, I'll give that that to two blue pills for Asia. And you know, with every package, it would say, by the way, rhino horns don't do anything for anything. You just, limp, D. It just. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not going to help them. Erections lasting longer than four hours, though Pick rare, rhino. require immediate medical help. Uh, uh, yeah, I think you're you're like that guy just uh, yanked out of the uh, what is the Southern Poverty Law Center. They're going to have to get rid of the founder. You're, <laughs> we appreciate you coming up with the idea, but you're not doing us any good at this point. So anyway, way to go, lions and, and elephants. Way to stand up for your brother rhino. What What is our presidential election going to be like? Well, maybe the presidential election or prime minister election they've got going on in Israel right now will be an indication their election is tomorrow. Netanyahu uh, running again. If he wins, he'd be the longest serving ever in the history of the country. Yep. Um, running against another guy, neck and neck, a another military dude. Neither man has said much about policy, and the result is one of Israel's most in of Israel's one of Israel's most consequential elections has been one of the ugliest and shallowest. Mm. There were no debates. Few serious interviews of the leading candidates. Get out the vote rallies have been replaced by Facebook, Twitter videos, and anonymous texts. No policy, just screaming at each other. So I wonder if that's what's coming our way for our presidential election. We will have debates. Yes. Yeah, but like personal invective, I think will probably be the number one strategy employed. How about that? that? He's a bad person. She's a bad person. Whatever. One of your most consequential elections, hard fought and not policy. Yeah. 
ugly and shallow. One thing that I've heard really uh, repeated over and over again is that there's a lot of energy on the right, even to the right of Netanyahu. And so if he gets elected, which is most likely, he'll form a government with one of those even further right parties or a couple of them. But they included the uh, Israeli Libertarian Party in there. And, you know, I don't know a lot about them, honestly. In fact, I know virtually nothing about them. But to describe libertarians as far right is that's an interesting thing. It just goes to show how useless labels are. I would say I don't know. I don't know anything about Israeli libertarians, but in general, libertarians often are uh, pro gay marriage, pro legalizing drugs, Mm -hmm. anti war. That makes you a right winger. On on the other hand, uh, very enthusiastic about much more limited government. Sure. But the, the whole concept of right and left is getting less and less useful, I think. You know, issue by issue, you can understand it. Uh, pretty well, anyway. Like immigration, for instance, or, or you know, maybe uh, the size of the welfare state or military funding. Yeah, okay, those are useful distinctions there. But just like to describe a person or a party, but I think ba- it's practically useless. But based on what I just told you about Israel, Israel's election, and, and remember, we are only 575 days away from our own. Right, so if you've been slacking, get ready. Do you expect this presidential election to be more policy-based or less? than last time around. Uh, I I hate to be this guy, but I am this guy. I think both. I think there are certain areas of policy that there will be serious... Chicken ass answer. Didn't even answer it. (laughs) Didn't even answer the question. Chicken ass. Now you're being speciesist. (laughs) What's wrong with chickens? Did you hear about that nice handicapped chicken who's learning to walk again? (laughs) After the weasel attack. You're, You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.